Hey guys, this is episode 17 coming at you right now. Welcome to the Powerhouse Podcast. My name is Megan Swanson, former Miss Nebraska turned entrepreneur and expert pageant interview coach. And each week right here, we bring you a motivating conversation to help you discover just how to unlock the winner within you. Get ready for expert pageant interview secrets, life coaching strategies, and tons of personal development. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Now, let the podcast begin. What's up, everybody? I'm so excited to share this episode of the podcast with you, and it's probably going to be one of our shortest episodes today because we're getting straight to the point, and I'm really excited specifically because a lot of you guys who haven't individually coached with me who are listening haven't gotten to really hear like the practical side of the dig our heels in interview tips and tricks and interview coaching, which is what I do on a daily basis. So strap in today. We're going to be here for probably less than 10 minutes if I can get myself to talk that quickly. And I'm really excited because these are like my secrets. These are the things that I teach all of my clients um, as to how to have a really, really great interview. So we're going to kind of speak from this point of a 30,000 foot view today. And I know that you're really going to be blessed by it. And even if you're not a pageant girl listening, this is something that you can use for absolutely every single interview that you go into. And why so many people are shocked when I have judges come in as mock interview judges for my weekend intensives, which are a 36-hour program that people fly in from all over the world to come work with us for a weekend, why the judges are so incredibly just astounded is that they see these girls who are absolutely incredible extemporaneous speakers who are asked any question for almost 10 minutes and can speak flawlessly about themselves, their platforms, their beliefs, their values, random opinions, political questions, current events, and I just love every single day breaking the stigma about what people think pageantry is and seeing their jaws drop to the ground as I pick them up because they know that the questions that they're asking my clients, they probably couldn't even answer themselves. So with that today, I'm really excited to show to share with you the five elements of great interviews, okay? So there are five specific elements, tips, tricks, whatever you want to call them, that mark great interviews. One leads to two, two leads to three, three leads to four, and so on and so on. The fifth one is the absolute most important and obviously can't be there without one, two, three, or four. I'd actually argue to say, you know, actually that number one and number five um, are really, really important, okay? So starting with number one, like I said, we're going to hit it today. It's going to be super short. So number one is presence. So the funniest thing that I ever hear is that from so many of my clients, they will take one or two or three things that they've heard from a mock interview or feedback from judges at a real interview at a state pageant, local pageant, whatever, national pageant. And they'll hear someone that says, well, you just need to sound smarter, or you use your hands too much, or you're too expressive, or you're boring, or you're whatever. And they'll literally take that one comment and one experience and make it their and their entire identity in an interview. And what we do when we have girls come for weekend intensives, actually, is we have girls, uh, we break down our scoring into six different categories rather than just one. And the reason for that is because there's so many different attributes of a human that you're judging. It just seems unfair to give someone a one to a 10, which is what you score them on, on Olympic scoring, um, in just one category. Because then these girls, these ladies walk away with, okay, great. And then they start identifying with, I'm a five, or I'm a six, or I'm a seven, or I'm a four, or whatever have you, uh, whatever have it be. And so I like to regulate this by 
splitting them into five categories and then an overall score, which are like first impression, visual impact, um, command, magnetism, those types of things. So we can really find where the breakdown is in the interview. So with that being said, number one is the answer to what we actually find is the problem that is lowering all of my clients' scores. So all my clients walk in thinking that the judges are gonna tell them, well, I hated that current event answer, you sounded dumb here, or you're too hyper, I don't like your hands. And you know, while certainly sometimes those can be commentary that my clients get, although they aren't that harsh. Um, We always try and use constructive criticism with, hey, and I think that you can do this or use this technique instead. But (laughs) it's so funny because my clients think they're going to get that as a reaction, but every single stinking time, it's not. It's not actually the thing that's hindering their success. It's not the thing that's keeping them from a nine or a 10. And this is a major key. This is a major secret. So literally turn it up, listen to this five times and get it ingrained in your brain. And I promise you, if you can live this out, you will win interview. Okay. The number one thing is your presence. Okay. Judges feel how you make them feel when you walk in, when you leave, when you speak, when you roll your eyes, when you laugh, when you do anything, you guys, all of those kind of ancillary outside criticisms that you get of you're to this or do more of this or whatever that you can see are not the point. They're actually telling you that you make them comfortable or uncomfortable. And it's the fact that you either have a magnetic presence or you don't have a magnetic presence, okay? And so I always tell my clients, you gotta find out how to lower your guard and how to be yourself, okay? So this is like the million dollar secret of pageantry. If you literally can just learn how to be yourself, I promise you, you will do extremely, extremely well, okay? And your presence is determined by tons of things. It's in your eyes, which is driving your facial expressions and your body language. It's in your hair, clothes, makeup, body, whether you like those things. And it's in your posture, your stature, your walk, your carriage, all those types of things. How you walk in is determined by how you think you are on the inside. It's your self-image, it's your self-worth, all those different things complement your presence. And guess what? The judge may not accurately be able to describe what they're feeling, but that's what they're feeling. You're either warm and magnetic and open and honest in yourself, or you're closed off. And for some reason, the judge is just going to say, yeah, it just feels like there's a wall between she and I, and I don't know why. Okay. So that's number one, presence. Number two, okay, I have half of my clients who are extremely intelligent. They're like political science or communications majors. They live, eat, and breathe the news. And then I have my other half of my clients who are like PR majors or um, they're arts people who have like arts platforms and they're like, (laughs) I don't want to read, I don't want to read current events. And they're super scared about it, okay? But number two um, is really has nothing to do with that and it has everything to do with, again, presence as the foundation, being open and honest, knowing yourself, knowing your stories, knowing your values, knowing your beliefs. And so what we're looking for with number two is a quick verbal reaction, okay? So this is stimulated by actually seeing and visualizing things in your head and allowing your emotions to come up organically like they normally would in a conversation. So to answer your question of, oh, well, how do I make this feel like I'm in control and that this isn't a question and answer and actually a conversation, this is the answer, okay? A quick verbal reaction. Um, The basic rule is trust your heart, don't think about it, okay? Cut it loose, let it rip. This is a conversation. It's not a test or a quiz. And so you have to set your intention as you walk in. I tell my clients this all the time. Okay, what's the thing that you're telling yourself and you walk in, they're like, oh, I don't know. I don't, I didn't know I was supposed to do that. Right. 
Okay, so moving on to number three. Now we have the foundation of presence and a quick verbal reaction. Number three is a clean and clear head-on verbal reaction with her diplomacy mode on, okay? You kind of got to think like a politician and like a diplomat here, okay? And I know that that can be kind of of confusing. So here's what this doesn't mean. It doesn't mean that you overthink things, that you try and give a pageant patty answer, that you play to both sides or that you play to the side that you think that the media is going to be more accepting of. Absolutely not. What it means is that you are so comfortable with who you are. You've sat with your values. You've sat with your beliefs and you genuinely have an empathy for other people. You're able to see this interview from a 30,000 foot view at the same time because you're visualizing, right? At the same time, talking to yourself and being in your body, being present in the moment, almost having a conversation with your own mind and your own brain of, okay, this is how I feel because you've already thought about that before the pageant, right? And then you're also thinking of, okay, because I know, you know, maybe a fact about this and I'm also an intelligent human, how can I empathize with the other side? How can I bring some understanding on the scene that I'm not just somebody who scrolls through Facebook and is a troll and literally only listens to people that believe exactly the same as me, okay? So with that clear, clean and clear head-on verbal reaction, you also need to have your diplomat hat on, but that doesn't mean that you need to be pageant patty, cool? Okay, let's move on to number four. So number four is a tight and right to the point thought organization, okay? So yes, I have so many clients who are so worried about rambling. And again, these are all stacking upon one another, okay? You won't ramble if your guard is actually down and you're actually visualizing and you're actually feeling the things that you're feeling. It cracks me up. I was just working with a client yesterday and I was telling her, hey, I think we need a little bit more just like highs and lows. And I have to, I have to say this all the time. I give you permission to be yourself. I give you permission. Be weird, be goofy, be witty, be a little bit sassy. You know, whatever the heck you are when you're hanging out with your girlfriends with yoga pants on and your hair in a bun, that's the girl that I want you to be. And then maybe turn on the professionalism a little bit. But what a lot of times girls think that that means is that they have to act like they're 35 years old with two kids, married with a nine to five job and just boring. Sorry, that doesn't mean that you're boring, but you get the point, right? They they don't have to act like they're this mature, stuffy, pencil pusher type person. Like these girls are incredible. They're starting nonprofits when they're 19. They are affecting change in their colleges. They are, you guys, I just, I could go on and on and on forever. They're affecting change in the areas of heart health and mental health and eating disorder recovery and awareness and the arts world. Like they're just, ugh, pageant women are literally the most incredible people in the world and people have no idea. But You guys, you won't ramble if you literally have your guard down and are treating it like a conversation, okay? Are you worried about rambling when you're eating Chick-fil-A with your best friend across the table? Are you worrying, well, did I talk too long? That was 45 seconds and my coach told me that I should talk for 30 seconds. That's too long and what if they don't like me and what if I look stupid and what if I'm using my hands too much and what if my body language is weird? No, you're not thinking of that because you're actually your real self, okay? So rule of thumb, You will not ramble. First of all, don't ramble, but you will not ramble if you'll just let your guard down and be yourself, okay? And that brings us to our last one. Told you, this is gonna be short. I'm doing so well today, heck yeah. So number five, okay, is a combination of a very natural and smooth temperament in combination with a a strong leadership presence because she's allowing, like I said, her emotions to drive her words, voice pattern, and eye contact, facial expressions, hand gestures, all those types of things, okay? All of those things are being driven by the exact 
same emotions. And guess what? You're actually feeling. You're not thinking. And I love that I can say this because I am one. Please don't use the excuse that you're a thinker that you don't feel. And don't use the excuse that you're such a feeler that you can't, you know, have proper words, that you can't use good vocabulary. Those things are both lies. And what happens is, yeah, naturally we fall into probably one ditch or the other. If you're more of an intellectual, like I said, if you're somebody who's a political science major or you're an artsy fartsy person or you're a graphic designer and you're like, I don't care. I just want to draw. You know, I feel everything. And uh, I just want to say that we can absolutely help you with both of those things. Those are, those are real fears and those are real pains that our clients walk through every day. And uh, I, I naturally am kind of in the middle, but I would say I'm, I'm a, actually a thinker who's really, really creative. So maybe I just don't make sense at all and just need to figure myself out. But also maybe that helps me uh, be a balance for all types of clients, obviously, which is which is super cool because I love to relate to anybody I possibly can, okay? But you guys, the point in this is what creates that really natural, organic, authentic presence, that leadership presence is A, you know, honestly studying leadership and working on making sure that you're doing things in your community, making sure that you don't have any incongruency um, in your spirit and in your heart of, oh my gosh, I'm saying all these things on my platform in my my social impact statement that says that I'm doing all these things in the community, but really I'm just fluffing it up and making it sound good. That's going to mess with your psyche, you guys. And you're going to walk into interview terrified that they're going to ask you like five levels deep on a question that you know that you kind of BS'd, just to be frank. Okay. So part of it is walking in with a genuine authenticity and stacking, like I said, mostly number one and number five, but all these things together, doing the self work when nobody's watching, nobody's giving you a pat on the back, no one's saying good job, but you're doing the self-work for you, okay? And that's something that I'm so adamant and so passionate about and what sets our coaching apart, just to be honest, and why we're the best is because I actually care about those things and I actually hold you guys accountable for those things um, that are my my clients that I coach. I say, no, 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 no. What have you actually done? Okay, we're not BSing this because it's not going to make anybody feel good and you don't want to win with that. And if you can't answer the question, why should your platform be elevated to a national level of awareness next to CMN and STEM and the USO, depending on what um, pageant you're competing in, then sorry, you don't deserve to win in the first place. But as opposed to condemning you, I'm going to say, okay, cool. Where are we at right now? Where do we want to go? How long do we have? And part of that's just the entrepreneur in me where I love to basically help you start a small business, you know, with your platform. And then in addition to that, it's just really learning to be completely self-accepting of who you are. I was just talking with my inner circle last night um, at the time of this recording, and and we were really working on things like overreacting and self-care and self-worth and all those types of things, which 100% drive your ability to reach your goals or not. Um, It's so funny. I just hired even two new business mentors this week, and they're helping me so much with mindset of even how to scale my business because, you know, you reach kind of a, a certain place, which was super cool the first time that you hit it, and then it can can be really, really hard to reach that next level spiritually, mentally, emotionally, financially, all those different things. It's like you'll see people who are power lifters who struggle so hard um, with just five more pounds, right? And they've done numerous studies, as I talked about last week, which you can go listen to that episode of how a simple mindset shift can actually affect physical performance like crazy, right? So um, two things with this note, the, the natural and smooth temperament, because her emotions are free, she's visualizing what's going on, and also she's self-accepting of who she is, her intellect, and there isn't any incongruency with the things that she's presenting and who she actually is. 
Okay, so just as a recap of these five things, number one is presence, number two is a quick verbal reaction, number three is that clear verbal reaction plus kind of put on your diplomacy mode but stick stick to your values, right, make a decision, and then adding on to that, basically uh, not rambling and having a clear to the point thought organization, and then finally that uh, smooth, natural temperament that's authentic, that says, hey, I'm I'm a leader. I walk in the room. I'm controlling this. I'm accepting of everything that I am. I've done everything on that paper. I've worked my butt off and hello, give me the crown. Thank you very much. Bye next. Right? (laughs) So I hope that this episode was helpful for you today. I know it was super, super short and to the point, but it is pageant season. You guys, we already had our first state pageant of the year in the Miss America organization and other ones are coming up in just a couple weeks. I'm so excited. I'm I'm, I'm telling everybody this all the time, but I'm literally going to be that mom, that quote unquote mom who has like five different screens. I'll be like, okay, I need five more friends over because I need to watch six pageants at once. (laughs) So that's going to be my life. Don't call me on like Thursday, Friday, Saturdays, because I will be watching pageants. Um, I will be in like three or four different states over the course of the next six weeks. I'm so excited. I love to travel. I'm going to get to go to a new state that I've never been to before, which is going to be beautiful in the mountains. I'm so excited um, for some pageant stuff. And you guys will just have to stay tuned as to what all of that means. Uh, Miss Nebraska here in Nebraska is coming up in a few weeks. Shout out to my sister who's competing, um, wishing her all the best luck in the entire world. And as always, if you guys have any questions or you just want to talk about what's going on, If you have just confusion or chaos or my goodness, like comparison, I guess everything is a C, Um, but just stuff going on before your pageants. We are booked to the brim, but if you want to DM me and I can always try and DM back if you have like a quick question for something or just want even, hey, could you do a podcast episode about this because I'm really struggling with this, feel free to do that or post in our Interview Mastery for Pageant Women Facebook group, which is free, which is linked in all the show notes every week. Um, And also, if you have one more month to tell your pageant and you'd like to join the inner circle, You can stay on to the end of this podcast and all that information is there as well as in the show notes. That was a mouthful. Well, I really enjoyed talking with you guys as always today. Thank you so much for listening and supporting this podcast. And with that, we'll see you next week. If you're ready to take your pageant life to a whole new level, make sure to join us in the powerhouse inner circle where personal development meets pageantry. Each month, for less than the cost of one coaching session with me, you'll get all my best coaching strategies through two live group coaching sessions, a companion guide to make it stick, and a community to grow with during your pageant prep. Head on over to powerhousepageantry.com forward slash inner circle to learn more and to see if there's a spot for you. Finally, thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I know life is busy and that you may be listening on your commute, at the gym, or while cooking in between classes. We love helping you unlock the winner within you. And if you love this podcast, it would mean the world to us if you'd subscribe. If this episode really hit home for you, don't hesitate to let us know on Instagram by screenshotting this episode and sharing it to your story or by texting it to that one friend who really needs to hear this. It's all about spreading sisterhood and helping other powerhouse women like yourself grow. And remember, if you're ready to go all in on your pageant prep and to link arms with other achievers who want to win their pageants and win in life, our powerhouse inner circle could be the place for you. For questions, to work with us, or for topics you'd like us to cover, email info at powerhousepageantry.com and we'll be in touch. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week.